Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Emily. And today we are the Conscious Collaboration. So what's up, guys? Hope everyone is well. Um, This conversation is going to surround the idea of intuition. So I was having a conversation with uh, a yoga teacher who works here at the studio and, and she is also basically my guardian angel. She does all <laughs> her full client care, um, work takes care of all the clients. So, um, Nicole and I were chatting about collaboration stuff and, uh, you know, even possible topics and, um, something that she said that she had been talking about a lot lately is, well, the idea of discerning from an intuitive, um, from intuition and more like a trauma or anxiety response and how to kind of differentiate between the two. And it got you and I, Lisa and I talking just about intuition as a broader topic and what effect it has on our business lives, on our personal lives, whether it's even real or not, (laughs) um, how to discern intuition from something else. uh, And, you know, just, just what it's all about. So that's what we're going to start the discussion on today. And I think um, there's a lot of places we can go with this topic. So I'm excited to see kind of where it branches out with our listeners as well. And, uh, you know, what, what other things we can talk about surrounding intuition. So, um, Lisa, what, do you have kind of a a working loose definition of intuition? What do you think? Yeah. So we, and like, I'll say first, intuition is something that comes up into conversation with us all the time when we're working out, when we're planning something for business, Um, And in our personal lives, you and I, we're always talking about intuition. Um, And it's even come up between us um, where we've even questioned ourselves. Is this, is this my intuition um, or am I just feeling off? So oftentimes um, intuition is defined, loosely defined by people as um, gut instinct. Um, It's, you know, uh, we've, we've already said there's that side where, um, some may think it's a little bit of a premonition of something to come, um, whether something is right or wrong for us. So intuition, in a sense, or the way that we experience intuition is a way for us to um, to make decisions. Um, it's a way for us to listen to our bodies, um, to to really be attuned into, is there something wrong? Is there something right about this? Um, and we've done a little bit of research, um, throughout, um, loosely throughout, um, you know, I'll, I'll say I, as a feng shui teacher, uh, Steve and I are studying intuition and intention on an ongoing basis. And it comes up, there's lots of questions when we get to this topic 
in, um, in our teaching. And it's a big part of uh, feng shui and how we're able to empower our cures um, and make them actually work and make the shifts happen so that you can feel them. So we, we believe strongly in guidance through intuition. Um, yeah. So I don't know, does that kind of jive with your definition, Emily? Yeah. I don't know that I asked that question. It's funny. Cause I don't know that I even have a working definition per se, but, <laughs> um, one thing that I do know for certain is that intuition is not thought. And that is something mm-hmm. that I have thought a lot about because as, you know, an air sign that you are too. We're very mm-hmm. cerebral people. Um, so we tend to be on the kind of overthinking side. And um, one thing about intuition is that if, if you're, it doesn't come from the mind. Mm-hmm. It comes from the soul, uh, you know, the heart, the gut. It, it's, it's, it's an inner knowing. It's, it's not something that you think about. And if you spent more than two seconds, you know, trying to figure something out, it's no longer intuition. You're then thinking about it. And, uh, you know, one, one piece of advice that I've always liked is that don't ever think about something too much because you'll find too many reasons not to do it. So intuition is, it's like it already lives in you um, and it's instantaneous. Um, so, you know, it can be, um, I think, quieted very easily if you do have a loud mind, right? <laughs> um, I think that it can be lost pretty easily. Uh, so I think it's also one of those things that you have to sort of intentionally practice, not practicing the act of intuition itself, because you, you can't really do that, but to practice being very in tune with your body's internal happenings, as it were, in order to sharpen your intuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen and understand, you know, what, what your body, what your soul is telling you to do in that moment, not right. after. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, the heart math study that we looked at prior to recording and that idea that you're talking about is being more of the heart than of the mind. Um, and we reread, you know, let's see, three or four different different studies. Some of them small, and some of them larger, um, where they there was that biofeedback, um, trying to take a look at is it happening? Is intuition something that's generated from the brain, or is it something that's registering in the heart? And all of the studies that we pulled at random made an acknowledgement that there are some heart promptings that help to increase our awareness. Yeah, it, uh, I remember that heart math study. It was saying that it definitely showed the heart and the brain working together and that at least those two systems were involved in what they were looking at. Um, and that would make sense because 
you know, as the heart or whatever sort of undefined energetic center um, expresses that intuition, your brain would have to be involved so that you then have an awareness mm-hmm. of it at some point. But, um, but yeah, that's, I, I am really interested to see if they kind of carry those concepts from that study out a little further. Um, one, another thing that was pointed out in that study that is interesting is that women were more inclined to, um, you know, show these, these, uh, reactions prior to the event that they were showing, uh, more, more so than men. And of course, you know, both genders, uh, have intuition and have that capability, that intuitive capability, but there's that, the old phrase of women's intuition. And, uh, you know, I suppose that exists for a reason. And now we're kind of scientifically exploring that, which is cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I like that. I like the more that we're learning about it. Um, the more I believe it's, it's important to, to develop at least that awareness and that decoding of your own um, physiological responses to things. Like I hear all the time in the circles in which I hang around in feng shui and quantum energy alignment, a lot of people talk about goosebumps and Mm -hmm. they'll get, I mean, everybody receives intuitive um, hits as they say it in our circles, intuitive hits is kind of like the catchphrase. Um, in a different way. So some people say they have goosebumps. Some people even call those spirit bumps um, that in their mind helps them to, uh, to affirm or confirm that something is meant to be done. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then it goes another, another layer intuitively people are looking for those outward signs and synchronicities that we see in events. And those um, to many people are affirmations are confirming that you are on the right path, for example. Yeah. Yeah. I, those are good to confirm um, intuition a lot of times. And in thinking about the, the physiological response, I think that you can look at the difference there when you're talking about the difference between intuition and more of discerning between that and more of a trauma response, right? Or an anxiety response. Mm-hmm. Um, the physiological aspect of it is something to look at because it seems like with intuition, the physiological responses and just intuition altogether are much more subtle, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, goosebumps are, are pretty obvious, but but, you know, as far as like... <laughs> uh, sensing that, that your heart rate variability is, is, is greater, um, requires some, some pretty high sensitivity, uh, to your own body versus like a strong physiological response, more, uh, akin to like a panic attack, which would indicate that you might be experiencing, a trauma response or an anxiety response as opposed to an intuitive feeling um, because it's just not that loud usually. Yes. Oh yeah. That's a good point. I'm thinking about too, like 
you're talking about that trauma response or that physiological response that's attached to anxiety. I think initially the first thing, two things come to mind. (laughs) Those types of responses, like when you're getting ready to speak to a large audience and your body like starts to shut down and that's like an anxiety, that's a panic attack. That's different than your heart racing when you're driving and you think, wait, I shouldn't be driving right now. I'm going to take this road instead so I can pull over and then come to find out that road shut down because a car flipped over or something like that. Um, You know, that's, that's some of the types of stories that are referenced in uh, a couple of articles that we read uh, leading up to this conversation. And I feel it's really, um, we got into like the extreme in our, you know, learning about this and in our life experience, you have that nursing background. And we were talking about the extreme of like having to make super fast paced decisions. And that relies on having a confidence in the direction in which you're going. Now, part of that is because you have that knowledge and wisdom and schooling that you had to have and on, you know, on site practical application, that's part of it. But, um, I, I hear often, um, and you can fill in the blanks on this too, but um, in the fields of emergency fields and nursing and those life and death um, situations, there's there's an unexplained, like, I just knew I had to do this um, type oh, of yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like a common occurrence um, in my experience and that I worked uh, for seven years in a neuro ICU setting trauma patients and, you know, really bad head injuries and that sort of thing. So often, especially in a scenario where somebody ultimately uh, had a code or when it, you know, went into cardiac arrest and we had to call in the code team and, and um, do emergency life-saving procedures. So we have all these monitors that, you know, in the ICU, they're always hooked up to the monitors. We can see their vital signs in real time. Um, We've got all these medical technologies. We've got lab work. And, you know, there would be so many times that all of those factors would be fine. Textbook even, Um, you know, and, and you go into a room and even the patient's maybe kind of resting peacefully and you really have no tangible evidence that something is not right, but you would just know, you would just feel it that something, you know, something is not right here. And then, you know, uh, nine times out of 10, something would very severe would end up happening. Um, so, And I think that can go both ways for me. I think, obviously, it was a very good way to hone my intuition. But then also, outside of the hospital, I think those type of scenarios, ironically, maybe created more of a trauma response tendency in me for a while, at least until, Mm -hmm. you know, I did some of the, some of the spiritual work to, to clear all that, but it's just, it's just interesting to think about. I think seven years of doing that over and over again (laughs) actually affected my intuition for a while outside of the hospital. 
Now, can you, and you mentioned trauma response, like how do you put that in your own words, like the the psychology of it, or what is the experience of a trauma response and how is that different? I mean, that could look different in every different person, I think, but, um, you know, if you're, um, if there's a decision that needs to be made and, uh, you know, say, um, it was something to do with my daughter because that was in a lot of ways, um, mentally what I think all the trauma nursing work affected most profoundly was like, like having irrational (laughs) concerns about things happening to my daughter. So, you know, say I needed to sign her up for a certain program and, you know, I'm going, oh my gosh, like, you know, do I really want to do this? Is it, you know, um, I might have to stop and examine, okay, is this an intuitive hit about this particular program and like something really is wrong or am I just projecting a bunch of past trauma onto this situation with no real reason to do that. Um, and I, I think, you know, that might not be the best example for everyone, but I think you could apply that to just about any life decision, big or small that you might have to make life or, or business. Um, you know, if you have, um, if you have a tendency to trauma respond in a certain way, uh, you got to be able to learn to discern that from actual intuition so that you're not just rejecting everything. Maybe it's a relationship or, you know, something else so that you're not just rejecting everything because you're, you're projecting old trauma onto the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As soon as you pick up on any familiarity, like say, say a bad past relationship or partnership in, in business. So it could, it could go like any which way. Um, and something reminds you of that past, then you might project yeah. the outcome on the current situation and say like, because this happened, this is going to fail or cause me to have a bad experience. Right. And you're not um, saying that necessarily it's it's more on an unconscious level so you're not sure and you're getting these feelings in your body so you're like I don't know is this intuition or is just I think people relationships probably all the time right and then comes like the avoiding or rejecting or Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. what might actually be very good for them (laughs) um because of old issues that haven't been worked through. So I've, I've, I've seen some advice in regards to that, to pay attention to like how strong a physiological response you're experiencing. Cause if it is very strong, then it's, it's more than likely more of a trauma response, anxiety, paranoia kind of thing versus your intuition. Cause your intuition can be easily quieted. Yeah. Intuition's often described quiet. as quiet. Very- Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the mind is the ego really. So, so, you know, our, our brain is there to some degree to protect us, 
but um, we tend to really, really overdo it <laughs> and uh, think our way out of everything. I like how you were talking about too, uh, you know, and we can, let's, let's dive into this a little bit, the idea of ways that we can connect in with those quieter responses that that intuition and you were mentioning you know breath work and meditation yeah. and ways to, to to listen to the the heart can you talk a little bit about that yeah so uh in doing uh the Wim Hof breathing technique um there and you can get if if you want to try it you can get free ones on YouTube where he makes these cues but there's a part of the breath work where you're holding your breath and um, the practitioner cues for you to do things like find your heartbeat or listen to or feel the blood running through your veins and, and things that you know are internal processes that you're not normally tuning into. Uh, and you're working on your, your interoception here, your proprioception, um, you know, this awareness of the internal workings of your body. And I, it, it, it seems to me like those kind of things, if you wanted to actually in some way practice intuition or hone the skill, because you can't really practice being intuitive, but you can practice being very in tune with your own body. And I think in that way, you would definitely help to sharpen your intuition and uh, be better able to differentiate what is intuition and what is something else. Mm. So Wim Hof breathing technique, be a really good one. Any kind of guided meditations that, you know, have you really turn inward and, um, and, observe things that are happening in your body. I do a similar opening to all of my fascia-based restorative classes. Um, yeah. 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 I like that a lot. And then from a feng shui perspective, um, we're constantly talking about that going within um, that internal energy is seen expressed in our environment. So um, there is an intuition and um, and an outward expression of unconscious um, of our con- unconscious selves in the spaces that we create. So, um, in a sense, too, you can become more connected to your intuitive perspective when you look at your environment through a lens of what is what are the stories that this space is telling me. If you're seeing, uh, you know, in an area, area of your home that is in disrepair, then as a feng shui professional, we're looking to see which areas is connected to in your inner self. Um, it could be connected to your life journey. It could be connected to your health. It could be connected to your relationships. And, um, and so that, that working too also makes that connection. Um, then getting back into the idea of, um, like you're saying, it's challenging to uh, practice intuition, but having that greater, anything you can do to create a greater awareness, it makes you feel more empowered to make those difficult on the spot decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, more of a trust of yourself. 
sometimes we don't have time to phone a friend, although you and I are like, <laughs> and Michelle, we're like, talk to you in five minutes because I, you know, we're, we do, we do chat on each other and rely on each other oftentimes. But um, when you have that, that intuitive awareness and your responses and, and look through your own unique lens of things, you make the best decisions for yourself. And it's very, you know, you have that confidence, you have that empowerment, um, and that enhances your life for your business, um, for your relationships. And so. relation to feng shui too, I remember you from the very beginning um, talking about how feng shui just begins intuitively for a lot of people. I think you said yourself, like, you know, you'll just find yourself or find people intuitively um, arranging things in a way that ends up being, you know, quote unquote, good feng shui. Every day, I, every day people are, are saying, you know, or, or they're always like, excuse it. The first thing I hear is excuse the mess. Um, you know, they're expecting a red pen to, to show them all the things that they're doing wrong. But every, every day when I'm doing a consult or looking at someone's space, I more often see the things that they're doing correctly. Um, and I'll I'll say about 85% of my clients are female. And Mm -hmm. so I do see like uh, a more openness in females and talking about their intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, and I'm not, and I, I, I know plenty of men that, that like, like to speak about their intuition, but 85% of my clients are, are female and they'll say, I knew it. I knew that was what I should do. Um, and that, that can translate over into that area of their life in which that space resides. It may be something about the nature of feminine energy to be receptive, uh, that, seems to sort of enhance um, intuition in women. I'm just spitballing here, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, because just by your energy being naturally more receptive to things, you just would be better set up to have an internal know because your body's been receiving this information, you know, um, your entire life. Yeah. Uh, rather than, you know, pushing forward and, and taking action. It's like, you're kind of already in a pause to receive that information. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And and I will say too, conversely, I mean, there are some men that they like to talk about their intuition. Um, mm-hmm. And there are some men where I'm pointing out like, oh, like uh, here's an example of where you're doing something so feng shui, like by the textbook, um, feng shui. And it's, you know, not recognizes intuition to them more, more as, well, that's, I mean, feng shui is functional and it is art, but that intuition piece of it um, is, is important in, in, you know, as we're studying and, and practicing feng shui, but, um, you know, oftentimes men will say, well, that's functional, mm-hmm. um, but it's functional and you set it up functionally because 
of um, that unconscious awareness of what's going to bring you comfort and safety and, um, and be practical and support you. Well, and like we were talking about before we started recording, and of course, women are athletes too, but in talking about professional athletes, football players in particular, mm-hmm. um, how much intuition has to be exercised for you to especially play on an elite level. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you, yes, you have your plays that are predetermined and choreographed, but you have to adapt instantaneously to what the other team is doing, um, you know, play be damned and to what your other teammates are doing. Um, so definitely men, uh, can exercise really excellent intuition. Yeah. It's, it's demonstrated time and time again, but I, I understand. And we did look at conversely, the science of intuition and the the theories and debunking and so on and so forth. And that can be its own separate um, episode or segment down the line. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, intuition isn't something that's, that's, uh, you know, it isn't a woman's category of, um, of awareness. It's, it's an every, everybody kind of thing. It's a primal, uh, very ancient uh, experience to have that intuition of, of where to be, where yeah, you're going to be first, safe. Yeah. Some version of it in every culture in history mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. From a very, very early age. Um, so that that's something I, I think is, is can't be explained away. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's an, that's an open-ended thing. Um, yeah. And you know what I love too, like in pop culture, you, you and I, we like, we go down looking at the Instagram reels, um, you know, deep in that. And we, I love them anyway. I know people hate social media, but I love it. I find it inspiring. I find it funny. Reels um, are our love language. <laughs> I love it is, it is you and I communicate in that way. And I love like in pop culture, how it really catches on there. It's that there's that song that plays where it's like, she knows, <laughs> she knows, you know, that one, I probably butchered it. But like, it, it's always, uh, all right, guys, I'm not going to sing again, but there's a real, and it should, they play the song. It's about, she knows. And, um, and it's always like a woman discovering something that someone's trying to hide. And, um, so then it gets into, you know, like the whole story of like, men will be like, that's witchcraft that she knows <laughs> that she knows that. But, um, you know, intuition is something that comes up in everyday conversation, whether, whether you like it or not. Um, you know, when you're in a restaurant and it's a perfectly good restaurant, you love it. You ordered everything that you want, but you're like, I just don't want to be here. This isn't where I need to be. Um, my friend Sabine was just telling me this story about her intuition recently. And, um, she sat down, she had her favorite appetizer and everything right about this place to be. And she had that inner knowing, wait, this isn't where you should be. So she got up. She was like, look, I'm sorry, I'm leaving. Um, didn't finish what she was having, went somewhere else, sat down at a different bar in a different restaurant that she had never been in before and sat right next to someone who was matched her energy perfectly. And they started talking about law of attraction and her work. And um, that ended up being a, a match for her in work. So she she met her clients um, randomly in that way. So 
That's a really cool story. And I'm not laughing at the story. I'm laughing because I also just watched Bridesmaids last night. And when you started talking about the restaurant that we should have, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking along the lines of <laughs> restaurant. And then she saw a lady out in the street, her bridal gown. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. That movie is so good. I love it so much. I need to watch that tonight. I didn't get to watch it last night with the kids. I ended up watching Blippi, but <laughs> yeah, it is good stuff. Boy, you know, we're, we're never bored, Emily. And I think that's, what's important. Um, <laughs> uh, so mind, body, business, intuition is really useful um, in running a business. Don't you think? Yes, um, absolutely. I mean, if, if we're trying to tie this all up in a bow, um, yeah, intuition in regards to, um, so like just recapping like our, our mind um, in that sense, intuition is something that's coming from our heart. So when we start to try to decode the way that our body's responding, is this right? Am I in danger? Is something bad about to happen? Um, that involves our mind and that connection with our heart. So that mindset practice, those um, those ways that we're able to to quiet ourselves, to listen to our heart. I love what is the what is the breathing technique that you mentioned? Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So everybody, write that down and Google it. Um, yeah, and then talking about like that that body. Um, intuition. So they're there in our responses, but also, you know, as we talk about like football players responding in the choreography before it's something that can even be communicated. It's just, they're just moving in perfect alignment where they need to be in response to something that no, like no one watching can predict. Um, but that, that body in us, um, as it relates to, to you and I, um, you know, and, and really getting more awareness of our body um, is our body telling us that we need to tweak a, a routine. Um, mm -hmm. Do we need to increase our exercise? Do we need to nourish ourselves more? Um, you know, just because we have a regimen built out that requires us to, to work out in a certain way. Sometimes we, if we listen to our body, we need to be a rest day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely adding the rest days in um, where they weren't planned. That can be an intuitive call for sure. And I'm even thinking along the lines of like, you know, being good at like branding and marketing. Yeah. How do you know yeah. what's work? Not because you, well, I mean, there's, you know, all these layers and layers of data analysis you can do, of course, but some of us don't have time for <laughs> you know, in-depth analytics, we just need to like get things going and, and it's a lot of trial and error, but, um, you know, when something hits, like you had your finger on the pulse in some, some way to, to come to that. And I think, I think people who are really, really good at those things, branding and marketing, especially, um, definitely have to have some good intuition. Uh, and I think with my business decisions just like snap intuitively um, just because I don't have time. And I 
was telling you, you know, before we started recording, um, I didn't know anything formally about running a business before I actually did it. So, but I also don't like to, while I, I'm very teachable and I will seek advice from specific people at specific times, you know, once you make that decision to open a business, everybody, (laughs) whether or not they've had any business experience, everybody wants to tell you, you know, what, what you should and shouldn't be Mm -hmm. doing. And, um, bless their hearts. They mean well, but like, if you allow all that input to actually, you know, be absorbed, um, that's going to quiet your own intuition. And I always find that, you know, doing it just based on doing things based on what I think is going to work ends up being the best solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone has to chart the new territory. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to discredit any of our coaches or mentors or any of our friends in our circles to that can add any influence. Um, but you're right. We have to make decisions on a dime. And that might mean also having that intuition and knowing, is this a project I should take on? Um, is this a client that I should be working with? Is, um, is this a great new service for me to add in? All of these things... Um, you know, there's, there's different nuances to it that, that perhaps a, an outside coach or someone with a perspective, um, different perspective wouldn't be able to really weigh in on. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think the, the coaching and stuff, you know, the, the really good ones is, uh, ought to be supplemental and mm-hmm. to build your intuition because these coaches, aren't really there to make decisions for you. They're there to arm you with more knowledge so that you make better intuitive decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like um, intuitive eating, for example, um, is kind of what I'm thinking of here. You, You actually have to earn your ability to practice intuitive eating. And what I mean by that is you have to learn what the proper amounts of things are and the proper ingredients are by studying and applying that knowledge before you can really, this is just most, most people. All right. Some people, can can do it naturally but most people you have to learn how to track your food before you can really effectively eat intuitively yes yeah so i think yeah i don't think the coaching um is is detrimental i think good coaching is supplemental mm-hmm. to good intuitive decisions yeah, it's bringing information to the table that you might not otherwise have the time um, or even the interest to to garner for yourself in order to make that um, lesson, um, to be able to bring that into your experience fast enough. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm going to be really um, interested to see the responses when we jump into the Conscious Collaboration Collective on Facebook 
and learn a little bit more about how does everyone receive their intuition in which ways? What do they believe is their intuitive uh, result or feedback? And how do they apply it to their lives? I think we could really develop a little bit further on this within that group and that environment and kind of develop some homework and some ways that people can interject that into their lives to help them um, make better decisions um, in their in their personal and their work lives um, and in their health too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm interested to hear more about what people have experienced um, as far as having difficulties or not discerning intuition from other things, anxiety, trauma, paranoia, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is this my intuition or am I just being paranoid? Oh, yeah. I want to hear about everybody's experiences with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, Let's drop some notes in there today, and I hope some of our listeners out there who haven't joined us yet will come scope us out in there, share their experience. Um, I really think it's a good group that we're developing. It's It's been all positive, a really great sharing space. Um, yeah, and I, and I think we should bring this topic back up, you know, bring some experts in in the area, and we could learn a little bit more from them, kind of hone the skills, especially as we're expanding in our in our businesses and really transforming the show. Oh, show. And I'm going to watch bridesmaids <laughs> tonight as my homework. Get old. <laughs> All right, Emily. Well, always fun to hang out with you. Yes. Yes. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. I think I'm going to take some of this and put it into my decision-making right after this. Um, but anything else that you think we need to cover before we close it out? I don't think so. Yeah. As always, holler at us via email, conscious collaboration podcast at gmail.com or in our DMs or join our conscious collaboration collective Facebook group. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in five minutes. Talk to you in five. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.